right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. This is 2021, and we made it, kids. <laughs> Hallelujah. And this is Megashane, your biweekly podcast for all things gay and geeky from a queer black perspective. I'm Nick. I'm Victor. And we have a couple of special guests, you know, we're going to get into it with all things Wonder Woman 1984. And that was a hike to get through. My God. Um, <laughs> but let's introduce our guests. Our first guest is a dear friend of the podcast. He's creator of the Indu Network, as well as Food, uh, Food Fight podcast and the 3SFX Productions. Please welcome to the show our dear friend, T. Sterling Watson. Hey, how's it Woo! going? What's going on, Sterling? Oh, uh, just surviving uh, or survived uh, 2020. So I'm here, made it, and uh, right. still attached. Exactly. Thank goodness for that. Mm -hmm. And our second guest is an accomplished cosplaying drag performer. You might have seen her on a little show called RuPaul's Drag Race. She is the world's oldest living cat. Please welcome to the show, <laughs> Dax Exclamation Point. Hey. How's What's it going, going everybody? Oh, hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me to talk about- Thank you uh, so much, guys, for- The cinematic journey we all went on. Um, <laughs> yes, it was a journey. It was a journey. Mm. So, um, I don't know, Victor, where do we start? Where do we start from Wonder Woman? <laughs> Well, we'll talk about what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the things we liked, the things we did not really care for, and then we'll get into our overall feelings, how we, you know, how we viewed the movie overall, and then we'll talk about the third one, because if y'all didn't know, they've already greenlit the third movie. Um, Patty Jenkins is coming back, you know, Gal Gadot's coming back, hopefully Steve's not coming back, but you know, besides that, they're going to do a third movie. And we're going to kind of talk about what we would like to see in that. So let's go ahead and kind of get into what we actually liked about Wonder Woman 1984. Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely the costumes were the highlight of the entire film. Miss mm -hmm. um, Kristen Wiig saved the day yet again. Um, that's just <laughs> what she does. That's just who she is. She's that kind of hero. Um, I mean, those are my main takeaways just right off the cuff, like just like my first emotional guttural kind of responses to the movie was everyone looks amazing. Kristen Wiig is delightful. Um, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting take on Ma Maxwell Lord. It was a choice that we made. Um, but I mean, otherwise, I, mean, I love like an 80s, 80s aesthetic. Like I love like 80s, you know, fashion and like 80s like mall culture and like, you know, colors and nonsense. So, I mean, like visually it was stunning. Um, there were, you know, obviously moments of of, uh, of choices being made again. But I mean, overall, I really enjoyed just the ride. I mean, it was, it was campy, it was, it was silly. Um, it wasn't like a super dark DC kind of take on the characters. So um, I was into that change. I, I definitely was like glad there's no like, you know, like, you know, super deep Gotham accent going on right. the entire time. Cause that gets super <laughs> old for me after a while. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I, I honestly, in the grand scheme of like hero movies, it was not bad, for me at least. Mm -hmm. That's true. Sterling, what do you think? What, what do you um, I would also agree where, where people 
had asked me for like the past week. And my first answer is I didn't hate it. And not that I would expect I would. And normally people know I'm pretty honest and positive, even with movies that are terrible. Um, I don't know. Aquaman is below this movie for me or like, cause just in comparison of DC films, okay. like I, I didn't care for that one, but we're not here to talk about Aquaman. We're here to talk about Wonder Woman um, and things we liked. I want to first make sure that my, my fiance who I watched this movie with, she wanted me to make sure that I pointed out that the white dress that Diana had, or, or was it a dress? It was a dress. It was, yeah. It was a dress. Yeah, yeah. It was a dress. Right. That she absolutely loved it. Yep. That was one of her favorite outfits. And um, if she could get her hands on that, then that's what we will get married in. Or rather, she will get married in it. And uh, so, all right. Honestly, I support so. that. And I mean, in case you want the link to that uh, bangle that she's wearing the entire time, it's actually from Tiffany. Uh, the gold <laughs> one costs about $4,000. So you're up for that. Um, it comes in other colors and other sizes. I can send you some links. So <laughs> Okay. Um, if you have any coupons, that'll be great. Because I, I do not know that is a thing. No. All right. But I, maybe we can try to you know kind of workshop that and find something similar to that mm -hmm. look, mm -hmm. and we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I guess it was entertaining. Like I felt the two or four or five hours, however long it took to, to watch it, um, I was entertained. I just was. It's the runtime for me that we'll we'll talk into later about things that if I had a problem with, I just felt it was too long. But I enjoyed myself. Great action sequences. Uh, sadly, some of them were spoiled a little bit in the trailers. But yeah. I mean, my favorite scene, which did happen in the movie, because sometimes they take out those things in the trailers, but it happened in the movie was her riding lightning. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that was just cool to me. I just think yeah. that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was happy to see the invisible jet make an appearance. The mechanics of why and how, that's also something else we can talk about later. Oops, but, plot hole. <laughs> just, just a little one, but I'm like, Someone hey, invisible the city. jet. These streets are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, overall, like, I, I didn't hate the film. There's just a lot of things with it that kept me from truly enjoying it. Or I'm like, I want to come back to this ride and watch it again. Like I do several other movies that, you know, I love, but I kind of right. felt the same way I did about the first Wonder Woman where I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. I'm like, hey, this is cool. Great introduction. It exceeded my expectations. But this one, um, I didn't have that high expectations to begin with, mm -hmm. but I most definitely knew that like Victor is a big fan. So I was always wondering, like, hmm, I wonder how he would feel about this or this character or how this whole thing played out. So I'm actually kind of glad to be here so I can hear it straight live from, you know, how he feels. <laughs> For me, um, I'm in the same vein as you all. Uh, costumes were great. I especially like the, um, the high-waisted pants that they had her in constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was wearing, for me, the stilettos that she was wearing, I was like, are those truly 80s? They're not. They're not. Like, I okay, that's so. my main issue. The shoe choices that were made were not period accurate at all. Um, I was like, that, that's being weird. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of the, like, fashion choices were, like, really not period accurate at all. They kind of felt 80s, but they definitely were not. Um, like, mm -hmm. those, like, platform stilettos that, that Cheetah ends up wearing um, at some point um that was that era was not having those um it should have been like a single sole pointed toe pump um it could have right. a giant heel on it yes but like generally your heels gonna be like four inches maximum in the 80s i mean because the 70s just ended platforms were over um the mm -hmm. platforms like that didn't really come back in until like like 
late, late, late 90s, early 2000s, because like Fletto's even like on a platform then weren't even popular until like the late, late, late 90s, early 2000s, unless you were a stripper. So, (laughs) I mean, like that wasn't- That threw me off so bad. Those shoes were very recent. Um, That was my only issue. I mean, I let it happen because we got the Chris Pine dress up montage, which I'm like, that's just, let's do that some more. <laughs> that was cute. That was very cute. That could be the mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> right. Um, I, I like the, the idea that the movie played upon this individualistic greed that people had during the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was just ramped up with the, the events that uh, transpired within, with the, the stone and all of that, all of that jazz. Um, as far as like the whole movie, it was, I wasn't expecting, you know, this tour de force of acting from Gal Gadot, Chris Pine and, you know, everybody else. It was like a, a summer movie that wasn't in a summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was and meant to be, wasn't meant to like come out this past summer? It was supposed to be in August mm-hmm. yeah. and then it got delayed and then it got delayed again. And I was like, okay, girl, just come on out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, like, I liked that it like kind of felt like a Christopher Reeves with Man era kind of you know movie. Like it was kind of in that same vein, and I loved like you know um, their kind of like you know take on the '80s and sexism and you know corporate greed in the '80s mm-hmm. especially, and like you know the Reagan whole era or whatever. Um, I mean, I kind of felt like they tried to hammer like that whole like you know patriarchal oppression kind of angle in too much by focusing on shoes i'm like yes high heels do hurt but girl your legs look amazing right now so come on get it together get it together i mean like there were, there were a lot of ones where i was just kind of like i was like okay so we're talking about heels again i mean cool mm-hmm. but and also let's point out that one scene where the stone changed her shoes <laughs> like because there were so many like, like, like things that didn't make sense after she or... wishes to be more like diana um, she, you know, falls up in her office or whatever, and then she, you know, changes her clothes into, into her cool look, which is just the same outfit without a skirt. And <laughs> then they show her shoes, and they're different shoes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did she bring extra pumps to work? <laughs> no. <laughs> the stone was like, you know what's cute here? A peep toe. <laughs> like, right. Like, sure. okay. She went down the Black House White Market and <laughs> yeah. had, like, a, a gift card, and I'm like, give me everything in every color. <laughs> I'm like, all right, girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, all right. So, well, I did like some of the scenes. It was, you know, as some can say, beautiful gowns overall. Um, uh-huh. um, there was cute scenes. Uh, I agree with y'all. The fashion choices were on and off. Um, Diana had some cute clothes. And what I always appreciate about the Wonder Woman TV show was Diana especially in the 70 version, because, mm-hmm. you know, that was the one in the 40s, and then she moved in the 70s. Um, between the midway through the second season and all the way through the third season, Diana gave you looks. She yes. gave you looks in those outfits, ponytails, mm-hmm. whatever she can give you, she gave you. And I was feeling a little bit of that. You know, she even made the glasses look, you know, pop when she was doing it then, Miss Linda Carter. Um, so I did appreciate some of the fashion. Chris Pine was cute. Um, Chris Pine has a cute little butt. I, everything, girl, right? I was like, I was like, I never noticed a cute little butt about you. Oh, give it up for his. Oh, you were looking. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been aware, man. Like, very aware. Oh, this little butt is kind of popping here. I'm like, okay, 
you did some squats today. Um, <laughs> shoulder roast. That, so that's what it was. It was a shoulder yeah. roast in that. <laughs> I enjoyed Dog Adona. I remember I was like, when they first announced her, I was like, who? But I enjoy her in this role. Mm -hmm, I like exactly. her in this role. I love that we still get an accent because originally Diana is supposed to have an accent. Yeah, totally. So I love that mm -hmm. we get a little bit of that. Um, um, yeah. Kristen Wiig is great when she plays different roles. She can mm -hmm. play different types of roles. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see her really play Barbara and Minerva. And I will get into why mm -hmm. I wasn't a fan of this version versus the version that we get in the comics, because that is a ruthless woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mm -hmm. would have loved to see Kristen play this woman. It, um, yeah, I fully agree. Overall, this movie for me, it's a it's a nice background movie. You can put it on. You know, back in the day when I used to dry my hair, uh, well, I still dry my hair. But when I would, you know, to do all this, this is almost a good hour, maybe two, um, getting it completely dry. I will put on Scream, but Scream Two or Scream, both of them are almost two hours. This will be one of those movies I will put on and like, I need to dry my hair. I'll decombine it. I can't even hear anything going on. Just like, right. <laughs> <laughs> In that two and a half hours, my hair will be ready to go and I can go on to the grocery store and get some food. So, uh, <laughs> so it was one of those types of movies. Um, a little disappointed, but we'll get into that because we're going to kind of segue into what we did not like. And we probably have a lot of questions. Um, and I'm sure some of y'all have a lot of questions um, after you watch this movie maybe once or twice um, mm -hmm. about what was all these things. So let's kind of just go ahead and just get into the issues we had with this movie. Who wants to start? Okay, one of the biggest issues I have with both of these Wonder Woman movies is how they have Diana moving. Because it doesn't seem real it doesn't seem real it's like why is she moving that way like the cgi is just all it doesn't make sense to how diana i think is supposed to be portrayed in these fighting sequences they mm -hmm. feel too cartoonish yeah they, 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 cartoonish but like but like but like there's no weight to the figures that's my big issue and also i mean like i mean like they're trying to kind of establish like the characters like you know personality through how she fights how she moves the same way like like black widow is the one who like made the whole like weird sexy grappling thing happen right, um, right. like now every girl who fights anywhere has to like throw a crotch at your face and then take you down to the ground because she can't mm -hmm. just punch you because she's a lady um and, and like i feel like diana's thing they're trying to like make this whole like knee slide thing happen all the time and i'm like why is she always like skitching around her knees right. like that like girl get up <laughs> like i mean it felt like I, at one point that was a shot that was reused like what do we see this already a couple yeah. times yeah. So. Yeah, we did. And, and, and like and like it's a cool effect but but it's just done so much. It's like, why is everything so slippery? Like, who's been waxing this all day long? <laughs> Seriously, like. Well, it it was the '80s. There was an overabundance of everything, including floor wax. So that's why everyone's sliding around. I guess. Oh, that aqua, the aqua yeah. got on the floor, and then next thing you know, she's doing, you know, all these knee performances. Like she's everything part of the lacquered. <laughs> right. Like I, that's one of the things that irritated me um i love how robin wright was in there for like five minutes and and they were like, like okay. <laughs> yeah i'm like okay i got my little check I, i'll do y'all a little movie 
Another thing that I really didn't understand was what was the significance of the Olympic ass Amazon game? Uh, was it just, oh, you know, it's a Saturday and the girls, you know, they want to do a relay race. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to hoof it down to this American gladiator ass thing. And I'm, I'm like, okay, but what's, what's, shouldn't this prove a point or drive somebody's narrative? It just felt like it was, okay, we got to throw, do a throwback to Themyscira. Here it is. I'm like, oh. I, mean, I felt like it was like meant to be just kind of like a, a nod to like the, you know, the Wonder Woman, like, you know, trials that she went through when she, you know, won the bracelets and the you know, lasso and stuff and became like their highest you know, regarded warrior or whatever in the comics. Um, that, you know, story that keeps getting like weirdly retconned and then reworked and then retconned some more and then reworked and then it doesn't exist anymore now, apparently. I mean, that's what I felt like they were trying to hint at and, and kind of show off. But they, they keep trying to like, like, I don't know, have that whole theme about truth versus lies and whatever, whatever. And that was mm-hmm. what they were doing. But also just look cool. So, I mean... I, that's at the end of the day, yeah. It, it was just it, it, a bunch of ladies doing stuff. I'm into it. Let's go. Um, right. Who are not wearing bikinis. So that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually wearing shirts. What? Right. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it was just a fun sequence. Um, was that the same little girl from the first one, though? Yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I thought it was a good sequence, but not for this movie. Like, I get the the point. Like, you know, the the truth is the winner, and that that makes you a hero. But that's this whole scene also made the movie that much longer. And I felt that could have been one thing that possibly could have been cut out, or at least a special feature. If you should get the Blu-ray or DVD, you can watch that. Um, and again, that's why I keep saying my issue was the runtime, and I'm wondering where things could have been cut out because some stuff I really didn't need. Uh, such as, um, I guess maybe Steve explaining how it is to fly, how how to fly, and that's oh, something Steve. I thought could have been explained in the first movie. Like all of that was character development for the first movie. I don't need it in this one. Well, I, mean, I love a long runtime personally, but I mean I'm an I'm an avid binge watcher. Like I love if, if this series has seven hour long episodes, one for seven seasons, put that on. I'm gonna watch all of it today. I got things to do. Um, so that's just me. Like and I, and like when I saw the runtime being as long as it was, I was like. They're gonna cover so much ground. They're gonna go so. They're gonna go so into this. I can't wait. And then mm-hmm. they didn't really. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like, like again, like, like the going back to the whole like shoe thing, three times. We didn't need that. What it should have been was Barbara trying to get ready for work, and like you know wanting to wear a pair of like sensible flats. But then like I don't know TV in the background or something saying like new shoes to spring feels like a sneaker. It looks right, like a pop. right. Kind of nonsense. <laughs> and then her choosing, knowing she didn't want to wear these shoes, like take them out of a box putting them on and they look cute and then she just feels pressured by society to do this so then she goes to work and then she falls over mm-hmm. and then we could have been done with the whole heel thing we could have been like mm. just like just like i mean because her dodging water on its own is impressive but why are we talking about her shoes again i don't understand like we don't need and speaking that. speaking of barbara i don't like how they had the whole oh, I'm this whole misfit or this nerd i'm gonna wear some glasses i'm not gonna have my my hair crimped in this ugly way and it just seems like you already did this one with Selena Kyle. Mich- exactly. You already did this one. Yeah. And you, it's just like, get a new tune because that is it's played the fuck out. And like, it's just. I saw someone, different. someone actually posted that uh, cliche of all the comic book movies that have that trope, um, mm-hmm. including, um, I mean, you, 
Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. There you go. Um, I mean, but I mean, it is a very 80s trope. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very like John Hughes inspired, like super 80s trope of like, of, like this girl is so dorky and gross, but oh no, her glasses came on now, she is hot. <laughs> like, right. you know? I'm like, yeah. Because that makes the world of difference. I mean, like, look, like, dorky and cute. <laughs> amazing. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Come on now. It's like, it's like, is she all that? <laughs> I feel like she might be. Um, so, I, mean, I get mm. the reference, but it's like Kristen Wiig actually has a lot of range and ability. And they, I feel like they didn't really utilize her the way they should have mm-hmm. because she's a really talented person and mm-hmm. they wanted her to be like quirky and funny, which is fine, but it wasn't a new character we've seen before, to be honest. Right. I'm like, if they like, wanted her to do that, then okay, but this character of Barbara Minerva slash Cheetah is not that. You know, she's a femme fatale and she will gut you like a fish if she gets the opportunity. So to play this whole, oh, bridesmaids, the 80 edition character, I'm like, "Mm, she already did that. Hmm. And I mean, a lot of like Diana's villains are generally like, you know, like ladies who are like jealousy based, like, ooh, Barb, Diana's so great. I hate her so much. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, and like, like Barbara Minerva, it's like, I feel like they could have easily like done that like geeky kind of trope, but then made like, like given her like moments of like, of like, oh no, she secretly hates you though. Like, like even though <laughs> she's like nice and mousy and like, mm, she's secretly like that fucking bitch. Like, you know, the whole time right. we could have had that dichotomy of her being super fake to your face. And then when she transforms, she's actually not changing into a different person she's just being more of who she actually is you know um and that would go along the lines of the the dreamstone or whatever the they wanted to name it so it's just mm, a lost cause also this irritated the shit out of me so homegirl asteria she uh fought back all of these people with this gold these wings and whatnot fast forward to the fight with cheetah Cheetah isn't scratching these down like Diana bought them from AliExpress. <laughs> right. I'm like, I wish. hold on, didn't she just like fight back like all of these swarms of people and now mm. she's getting her shit torn up like uh, a My party favor. <laughs> right, like <laughs> a curtain. curtains. Like, are you serious? It didn't make sense to me. And Did anyone actually like that armor? Like, I... I mean, I saw it in the trailer, and like, okay, that's a that's a look. Um, but I, I, I don't know. In the comics, because um, in the comics, it was it was a reason. One of the one of the things that Phil, I I love what Phil did was when Hippolyta had. They all have a version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hippolyta has it. She has it. But I like why they will use it. It's used when it is a huge issue. I think in one of the comics. Um, they were fighting a, a galactic war, um, and so therefore it was they wore it then. It's always used for something huge, and I was like, the cheetah is not a huge reason. Mm. Um, so <laughs> I like it in the comics. I thought it was cute when they put it out there, but after seeing why it was used, I was like, mm. bro, you could have just spun around, did what Linda Pulled used to do. it down in there and get a little, right. Yeah, you could have spun into a, a bodysuit, like when Dinah used the to- diving <laughs> <laughs> The diving suit. I want that one to come back. <laughs> if they wanted to be kitschy, they could have played that up. And I would have been like, okay, I see what you're doing. I kind of like that. Yeah. 
the roller skate suit, the, the diving suit. Like, we yeah. have so many options. <laughs> like, yeah, options, but the cute thing is she's been there for 50 years. So since she's been in America, well, been in man's world for 50 years, she could have learned some more tricks than just trying to do what her father taught her, and that's an issue too. But I want to quickly talk about Barbara Minerva and what my big issue was. Mm -hmm. As we've mentioned, yeah, they, this is basically Selena Kyle's story. This was the Electro story and uh, it's Amazing Spider-Man. This mm -hmm. was all that. But if you know Barbara Minerva, she was a ruthless mm -hmm. woman. This mm -hmm. woman saw Diana's lasso and said, I'm going to steal it. And that was her plan to steal this lasso because she was a historian. She was also an anthropologist. Mm -hmm. She did the most. And one of the things I will never forget about her is when she learned about, she heard about the cheetah god mm -hmm. and went all the way, I forgot where they went to, to go find out what this cheetah god was. What she found out killed her own folks that she was with to, because you have to drink the blood of the mm -hmm. person in order for this for the cheetah god to take you in did all of that become the cheetah and then was just ruthless as f and so yeah. to see that character and grow up with that character being ruthless i would have loved to see Kristen wick stretch her her acting chops because if there was a movie she did about a diary of a teenage girl where she played a mother um who was dating a man who was fooling around with her daughter um, and that was something I was like, this is Kristen Wiig. And I also remember she is a, she's a performer, dancer. She danced in Sia's um, performance of Chandelier on somebody's award show. Um, so she's done all these things. That could have been a moment we would have saw that particular Barbara Minerva. In fact, as you mentioned, Dax, if you wanted to get into the jealousy bit, because, you know, 80s is all about jealousy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Alexis, I'm je you know, I'm doing this out of jealousy. I'm Pizzazz and Jim. Yeah, we could have got <laughs> Priscilla Rich. I, I love Pizzazz, so. <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla Rich is the first and original cheetah. She uh -huh. was cheetah yeah. because she hated Diana. Exactly. And she had, like, I think a, a split personality thing, but it manifested into the cheetah because she was jealous and she was rich but she couldn't be like Diana. I would have preferred them go that route then. Yeah. And give us another cheetah later on. But exactly. we could have went Pr Priscilla Rich style and I would have like, okay, I get it. Cause yeah, you're jealous. You want to be like that. You want to do all these things. Yeah. Um, and so mm -hmm. that was, that's my big thing about Barbara Nerva. In fact, it didn't have to be cheetah. It could have <gasps> been. I wish to be as strong as you. And I just got kind of caught up in this. And I was, you know, she honk for a day. So I would have rather <laughs> you done that than to bring in the cheetah. Because when you stop and thought about it, there was no connection to the cheetah. To the cheetah at all. There was none. Right. There was none. And mm -hmm. that was my big issue. Because I love the cheetah. But I love all cat-themed superheroes, especially if they're women. I love them all. Mm -hmm. um, I cosplay many of them. Um, <laughs> and I definitely do the cheetah. Um, and, and I've always loved the cheetah for that reason, because she was like, you know, rich and like mean and ruthless and just, you know, just could get whatever she wanted and was jealous of Diana because Diana has the one thing she can't ever actually have. And that pissed her off. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, her best origin was in DC superhero girls, the cartoon, <laughs> look into mm -hmm. it. That was like the best retelling of her origin story in a cartoon. She is that snotty rich girl who just is furiously jealous of Diana for just having something that she can't possibly own, even though she has everything else. And that's, that's a character trope that I um, like a lot in a villain. Um, I mean, I just was looking forward to the cheetah. So I was kind of resigned to loving her regardless. I knew it was going to be, 
you know, not canon. Um, but I was still ready to love it because it's the cheetah. But I was hoping they were going to find a way to like actually connect her to being the cheetah. It mm-hmm. didn't really make any sense. And like now, haha, I'm a giant cat. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Like Apex right. Predator, like you could have yes, become maybe. King Shark. Like, I mean, we could have mm-hmm. done anything else here. Um, or even just like a crazy gorilla person would be an Apex Predator. Like, you didn't specify cat, ma'am. Like, right. I need you to like, right. use your words right. better. Um, and also, cheetahs, as far as cats go, cheetahs, as far as cats go, are not the Apex Predator. Yeah. Cheetahs are like the most, the most timid and terrified of all big cats. I mean, they pick up the weakest of the herd. They will run from a fight in a heartbeat. They're always getting killed by hyenas and shit. Like, they're not actually an apex predator at all. Wow. <laughs> like, they're, they're not. So, I, I, yeah, that was... I was thinking now, I mean, as I was saying, it could have been just a random person they would have made up as somebody with superpowers. Or I'm thinking of Giganta. It could have been an effect. I love Giganta. If you want to be that big, you could have just grew. I would have loved the tag team because I remember like before this even when the movie first got announced I was hoping for like Diana it to be like an all-female type cast and Diana taking on Giganta and Cheetah. Yep, that's, so that's what I hope we can have that, that link to okay if DC wants to go this route of a, uh, a Justice League versus the Legion of Doom mm-hmm. we could already have those characters in camp. Yeah. But sadly, mm-hmm. they, they didn't go that route, and God knows what the fuck they're trying to do over there. And Giganta would have been a great, like, visual um, villain, I think. A lot of smashing, a lot of explosions, a lot of throwing stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, and also, like, I mean, but also, I wouldn't want her to be, like, sexy. Like, I want her to be, like, the literal Hulk. I want her to be, like, mm-hmm. a realistic version of She-Hulk. Like, I want, I, I want Giganta to show up at some point. Um, and 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 not you know necessarily be like sexy but not be like either like not either be a hideous horrible monster you know like i don't want like abomination i don't want you know that kind of stuff um but like i don't want it to be like like a sex thing i want her to just be like ruthless and power hungry and furious um and just gigantic just smashing stuff (laughs) right i I don't want the the thing that they tried to do on justice league how they try to make her Oh, this breathless, like fucking breathless yeah. Mahoney yeah. as a uh, character. Yeah. I want her kind of the challenge of the Super Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like Solomon Grundy, but in a dress. Let's do that. One. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, what do y'all? I would love to hear what y'all had to really think of. What you thought about Maxwell Lord as the other villain? And again, this is not canon. And we, and if you know Maxwell Lord. Mm-hmm. He's better in the comics than he was in this because um, of what he can do. Uh, yeah. But I would like to hear what y'all thought about Maxwell Lord in this movie. I'm going to say that uh, I think Pedro Pascal is having a great like December. Right? Because um, so, <laughs> he actually got to show his face in Mandalorian and then he had this other show, which I saw, or a movie, I just haven't even watched yet. Um, what is it? We are we can oh, be heroes. The, the Truckboy Lava Girl uh, sequel. It's terrible. Don't look into it. It, it will oh, only okay. make you furious. Only because, well, I hate little kid voices and thought of like a lot of that. Like, like, like they, they're all terrible actors. They do a lot of like, we've got to help our parents. <laughs> and it's like, can you please just go to school first? Like, I need you to like, like learn a thing. Can we like have like a CW version of this where everyone who's 16 is actually 27 and hot? Can we do that one instead? Like, right. Anyway. <laughs> 
I was well, let down. <laughs> he, he's on all the streaming platforms right now, so he's he's doing great. Um, as for a character, I I mean, if it was just about, I, actually, I think it was either him or Cheetah, or rather Barbara, since it's not the real Cheetah. But if they could just focus on one or the other, I didn't really need both. Although it was interesting how they had them together, like she was kind of protecting him. So it it, it was interesting. Like I'm still kind of wrapping my head around that, how I feel about it, but yeah. Yeah, um, I don't, don't, don't like Maxwell Lord at all. I never have. I always thought he was just like kind of um, a second rate Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even though like, you know, in the comics, yes, he has more depth and more um, to him, but he was, to me, he was always like, uh, you know, they just wanted to have everyone have their own like rose gallery of people and like, Maxwell Lord was Anna's version of Clark, uh, of Lex Luthor, sorry, of Lex Luthor. And I just didn't really like ever care for him personally. He was never like really a threat to me. Um, and he wasn't like that big of a name to like where, when they announced him in the movie, I was kind of like, why this guy? Like of all her villains, why are we choosing this guy? I mean, uh, he does fit with the whole 80s, like, you know, yuppie greed theme they're going for. So I get it. I didn't, I didn't need him. Um, I, did, I didn't, I'd rather he not be there, honestly. I agree. I, I could have let it, they could have did this whole Diana and Barbara are kind of wannabe lovers type thing. Sure, I'm have, into that. I, I kind of felt, I feel like into that. they're kind of giving me lesbian things <laughs> over here, but you know, I'm yeah. gonna, you know, keep my wits about me and whatnot, but they could have kept uh, Max. I think he was like a, a a pot shot at Trump. Yeah. And I'm like, look, if I don't, I don't need any more reasons to have that man on my mind <laughs> than what you all are doing right now. Okay. So they could have just left him all the fucking way out. And he wasn't evil enough. Like he was greedy. Yeah. But I want, I mean, like if you're going to go that route, like, like, don't hold right. Back. Like, 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 make him foul. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, don't redeem him with like a son story arc. Like, I don't care about his kids. Like, come on, <laughs> right. let's go make that money. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's what I hated. They were trying to do this redemption arc with both of them, and I'm like, that's not who they are. And you know, one of the things that Maxwell Lord would stand out for is the fact that at one point he was controlling Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to do the worst. And yeah. when Diana threw that lasso on him, she said, what do I need to do to stop you? He said, kill me. She and went, she's like, okay. <laughs> <broke his laughs> neck. Yeah. If there's and one thing I, Diana's going to do. Yeah. It's, it's, follow, it's follow through, bitch. It's right. She's like, look, through. I asked you a question. <laughs> right. If, you, if y'all know Diana, like I know Diana, she follows through. You say something, She's gonna get you like you, you, even the animated films. Yeah, you will go for it. I, the classic one, and Nick, I think Nick so much for putting this in my radar. When Mara had the audacity to step up to her in that Flashpoint movie. Mm. Yep. Uh, Flashpoint paradox. Yep, and then and then she said, "Oh, okay, you're gonna try to attack," and walked in there with her head. This is. Where your bitch's crown. <laughs> she will snatch a crown. Right. She, that's she who she is. She will snap that right <laughs> of your head with but the head test girl. Um, like, I mean, it's a good wig, so save the wig. That was about following through when she fought the, 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 the fairies. All that stuff that 
you know, she was always the one to follow through. And I, and I just did not care for them trying to redeem them. Maxwell Lord was not really an interesting person to care about or to be no. careful of. He was just, what happens, again, kind of using that trope of what happens when you give a geek or somebody, some, you know, the ability to do something, they'll do it, but they don't know how to follow. He couldn't follow through completely um, because then he gave it up for his son. Um, you know, I, I think that, and, and that's what I didn't want. I kind of wanted the Maxwell Lord, but if, that we see in the comics, but again, if they was going to do an 80s, it would have been nice if they did kind of focus on that, or they could have just done something totally different, gave us a recent, not a re I can't remember her name in, um, in Justice League, the cartoon, that blonde Amazon who came. Oh, Arisha. Yeah, oh. that would have been a fun yeah. thing to play with, like or left the island. Um, and mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, I want to live the life that you live, Diane. I want to do all these things, but play on that greed of what the yeah. angels were, because it could have been inf influential to that character. So I didn't care for them at all. I just wish that they would have probably just gave us something totally different. And I would have loved to like see like uh, Artemis show up, and that I mean, you can make her into a villain. She's she's not a good person. So I mean, that would have been fine with me. Um, but Maxwell Lord just felt it felt like a waste of time. Um, I was more concerned with Cheetah's story, and I feel like because he was there, we didn't really get like a full rounded version of Cheetah. I feel like if we hadn't had to like, you know, diverge from Diana and Cheetah, and then dealing with like Steve in New Steve's body, which is a whole different thing. Um, we'll get to that later, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> if we didn't have to like, like waste time with like Maxwell Lord and a son named Alistair, first of all, what right. next person names their child Alistair? I just want to know. I'm just asking. I just want to know because seriously, like Alistair, like yeah, that was weird. Like I was like, mm, Alice, okay. like Alistair Crowley. Like what are we doing here? Like what is going on? Um, that was a choice we made also. Um, and I mean, like that the whole like story arc with the kid could have gone differently. Like I mean, like if he had you know lost his kid for you know while, uh, through getting all these powers or whatever, and then him like being real upset about it, but then still carrying on and still wanting more. That would have been more interesting to me than him like getting everything up and going back for his child. Diana killing him or even Cheetah killing him. You don't want to like, like make her hands dirty. Cheetah could do it. She's right here. She is right here. Mm -hmm. um, because I mean, and it would kind of have gone with the whole thing of Barbara not being a horrible person, but just turning horrible. It could have been like her moment of like redemption where she realizes, oh no, this is bad. And then she could have killed him. Mm -hmm. and lost her powers and then we can go back to another, another movie and then she has to find a new way to get her powers back and then she turns evil again because she actually is evil see that's oh, a much better movie right like, there there we go there, that way diana is just like shocked and aghast because heroes never kill in movies and max is dead we got our proper like ending to maxwell lord cheetah has a reason to like look for her powers again regardless um we it, there were so many options like there was so mm -hmm. many options and going back to uh, what you said, Victor, about having Aresia in it, they could have played upon that in this whole girl power, this female empowerment that was so prevalent in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw uh, movies like 9 to 5 and all of those. And um, what was that movie with uh, uh, Norma Ray? I think that was in the 80s. It was, um, late, late. It was, it was, was close. Late 80s? Okay. I mean, it it could have played... It could have played that part, that whole women's movement. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we're not in the writers for. I mean, I'm not, um, I mean, like, let's be real, like, you know, Supergirl with, um, with Faye Dunaway was 
significantly better. <laughs> Honestly, you want this movie? Just go back and watch that one. It's the same thing, but better. Um, it actually it's is. fine. Actually, it's fine. I mean, when I was a kid, that movie was like my go-to. Like I was like, oh, oh I still enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy me some stupid girl today. But you uh, oh, I love it. But you mentioned Steve, and we got to talk about Steve because girl, <laughs> <clears throat> that was problematic in so many ways. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll say this. I'm- I get that she. Well, okay, this is what got me about this version. This version was of Diana. I, I get that she could be lonely. She could probably feel lonely. I guess I've never read that about her when I've read her in the past. Mm-hmm. I've never read that about her being lonely or that playing so much in her life being lonely. But for the fact that when Steve returned, it was just like, okay, but he inhabits somebody else's body and they're having sex. And, and I'm like, but this is not even his body. How so, like, do that? I, I always loved Diana, like not being like, um, like, like you know, like having her, a character with no like real, like solid, like romantic interest. I mean, like yes, her and Steve were a thing or whatever. It's fine. Um, I mean, that's a whole comic book trope that you know was going to happen. They always need like a Lois Lane. It's fine. Um, or people thought that for a while. But like, I like Diana not needing no man for no reason. She's like, I mean, like. It's cute, we can hang out, but I'm not gonna stick around, so we gotta go. Um, <laughs> when it comes to new Steve, here's my thing. I just wanna point out that new Steve was a very depressed homosexual. First of all, his apartment only had photos of himself, right, and workout equipment. He had a walk-in closet full of looks, okay? Mm-hmm. He only had in his kitchen coffee, <laughs> Pop-Tarts, and spray cheese. Depressed, mm. homosexual, who had, so few like relationships in his life, him not existing for four days affected nothing. <laughs> like, no, nobody just, was looking for him. Like. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, no close friends, no family, but a closet full of looks. Mm. Well, I guess that, <laughs> that explains my question of like, had, was anybody looking for him or like that explains it? No one cares. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it's another one. Or even when he left, or, or not left, when um, Steve left his body and he returned back to whoever he was before, did he have any questions? Like, why am I here? Why, what like, am I where wearing? the hell was I? Today's right. Tuesday, right? <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> That's another thing that didn't make sense. So if the stone brought, if she wished somebody to uh, dead to come back, why did it have to possess another person's body? Was that like in the terms and conditions of the stone or was it just like, you know, we're just going to grab somebody off the street and- Why, why this guy? Is it because right, of the closet? Because I mean, I get it. I mean, it's for, it for the closet, I totally understand. Like it's honestly, cute. he, has he is stuff. the best option. Like <laughs> <laughs> dress up montage appropriate. I mean, I get right. it. But why this guy? Who's in the movie credited as the only handsome guy? Wow, I didn't even wow, catch really? that. Wow, really? Wow. Handsome guy. Yeah, he didn't even have a name. He didn't even have a name. He didn't have a name. No it's friends, like, no family, no name. <laughs> so I'm also wondering if the, if the Dreamstone actually comes with some FAQs that we're not aware of because I feel like all of these would be answered. Because a big problem I had, and this was probably one of the things that frustrated me, was like, let me just let it go. And that is when everyone started recanting their wishes and you see explosions unexploding 
but then there's still a whole bunch of just trash and debris elsewhere. And <laughs> I know some people, <laughs> if, I know some people wish for some people to die. Do they come back to life? Uh, I didn't see any of that happening. Yeah. And I was just confused of the consistency of, of how wishes can be unwished. And the, I'm going to wish for a million dollars. Do you want me to recant that? Because right. I'm not returning. It's already been spent. Oh, right. right. It's, already, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's above and, me now. And if it has been spent, <laughs> are my shoes going to disappear? Cause I didn't know that in advance. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if it has been spent, where's this car gonna go is it gonna be repoed right. or just like thanos snap like what are we doing right, i'm <laughs> gonna going be in on? it and it's just gonna disappear and then my ass is gonna be on the street and then i'm gonna hit by, get hit by a tanker and now i'm dead <laughs> yeah like, yeah so those, those are some issues i had um and just just with the ending and like and feeling like there were whatever stakes were there or if there were any stakes because everybody seemed to be redeemed um we didn't actually see if max lord went to jail i'm assuming i'm only assuming he did we didn't see that he did or not unless i missed it but i mean and barbara went to work the next day right Right. everything is back to normal (laughs) so yeah 1984 didn't happen apparently just like you have this big ass fight with this girl and then like the next day because apparently it was july 4th yeah. So I think July 4th in 1984 was a Thursday. Oh, no, a Wednesday. Sure. The next sure. day. <laughs> the next day right. <laughs> it's like, it's still the, the work week. So you go back to the museum and you, Barbara knows who Diana really is, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. do y'all just start fighting again? Or, or like how... Like- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, my maybe you want to get a salad was... and laugh. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, it's just like, what? I mean, like, I just don't, I mean, there's so what'd you do last of... weekend? Hmm? Oh, right. So, girl, how was you your know, 4th of July? Like, you know, it's a blur. Not like amnesia, oh, but a blur. Like, you guys didn't happen to go to Margaret the Puking Church. White House or anything? <laughs> like, it was a morning segment. <laughs> like, exactly. It's just like, I, I didn't understand that in... Oh God, there was something else. Um, going back to Steve. Okay, you had these two women, these two, I'll, I'll give them powerful women in the movie. But then you had these men that had to basically override their stories to make them feel as if their story, the women's story was somehow connected and needed for the men's stories to survive. It just felt like misogynistic and some some of the writing, it felt like they, they weren't needed for these women to have a voice and have their stories Yeah, they told. weren't. They mm-hmm. weren't only, so I'm looking at the writers right now because I forgot who wrote this, but um, I feel like I was told that like, I don't know, there's a male writer or- Yeah, Jeff John. Or, Jeff Johns mm, and Patty, and I think another man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, good old, you know, look, man, I got one, Steve, over here. We didn't, like, what, what, what right. you gonna do? Like, yeah. punch a guy while she's, like, on her knees, sliding around, like, blowing up jets and shit? Like, we, we don't need, we didn't need Steve. I mean. That's, that's the thing. We didn't need Steve, and we didn't need to give her someone, because does she miss home? Does she miss her family? Does she miss her girls? I was like, that, that makes more sense. This whole mm-hmm. thing was about you missing Steve. And I was like, okay, but you are an Amazon. You grew up on a, y'all are all about family. When you read the comic books, uh, especially the first 10 of the 1987 Wonder Woman, 
she talks about, I miss home, I miss my family, or she got close to mm -hmm. um, Vanessa, the young girl, uh, it was Julia's daughter, because it was like, you remind me of like, the, you know, everybody at home and yeah. all that stuff. Like she lived with those two because it was like her mother and a sister she never and had. Sister. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like here, you know, it would have been nice if we would have had her more focused on her missing her sisters than Steve. Now, Steve must have some bomb dicks to have her sitting here thinking, this is like 50 years. 50 years. I mean, I would believe that. <laughs> like, I, 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 I feel that in my soul, um, that that is what the situation has to be. Because even in um, the first movie, wasn't he only there for like two or three days or something? I don't know. He, he yeah. Was, they just there for like, they had a moment that we don't know what really happened, ish. Oh, he was throwing that back out. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. But, but then, you know, but I guess that's what bothered me is the fact like she's having sex with this person that's not Steve. So a part of me felt like this poor man is there was no consent with this man. This man is like, mm. like you said, come back next day. My place is cleaned. And there's pop tart crumbs in the bed. Uh -huh. <laughs> did I have sex? I mean, you know, like, did I have sex? I can, you, you can tell even after days when you done done something. I'm like, did I do something? I, you know, it's something like that. I just felt like to have him, and again, this whole dreamstone, which I, part of me felt like, you know, uh, these stones, infinity stones, okay. Uh, but, you know, mm -hmm. here we go. With this stone only brought him back to, to be in someone. Like Sterling said, it's inconsistent with the power of what this stone can do. Mm -hmm. um, and I just exactly. like, eh, we didn't really need him. This whole consent thing I had an issue with. But my, my big part with that was Diana's need for a man or the fact that exactly. she was willing to jeopardize this, that one strange man's life to keep Steve. And I'm like, you, that is like the opposite That's, of what you would have done. Exactly. Right. Well, what if Steve had died again? Yeah. Then that would have been a price of two for one, because mm. that man would have died too. I'm like, so yeah. girl, look at you. Now, now look. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I just bring him back from the dead. It's totally fine. He can just be like blip and he's back. That's fine. I'd be cool with it. Like honestly, I'd have minimal issue with Steve Trevor. Like the story would not have changed if he just like reappeared magically. Mm. Nothing would have changed. Right. Like exactly. nothing would have changed. He could still be like amazed by escalators or whatever. It, nothing. Mm. There's no part of his of his arc if you can even call it an arc that would have actually changed and also how was he flying this jet because aviation has changed since world war one there have been many iterations of jet and also the word jet was not even around yet like i didn't mean to rhyme then but uh, it happened but i mean even like this yeah I, it, yeah. That whole thing was an issue, which I did bring up to other people, yeah. because uh, flying a jet or a plane in fireworks is not really a great it's idea. Explosives, it's explosives, <laughs> um, invisible or not. <laughs> I believe radar may have existed in the '80s, so I think you still might be seeing yeah. um, that part. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know, you know, jet mechanics, but I think you um, can because I remember an Iron Eagle. Yeah, yeah. I well, even talk about all that stuff bad. They could be in radar, even if they were flying a certain way, or yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Radars existed before, but uh, you know, it's fine. I mean, cool the visuals. Yeah. I mean, I no. loved how it looked. It looked beautiful, but it just ah, but yeah. unsafe, wildly unsafe. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, and Diana was very cavalier about, let me try to see, even though I only did a coffee cup, let's just do this whole ass plane. I'm like, 
man, this is not right. Like, bitch, we gotta go somewhere. Like, this is not a time to experiment. And I was like, yeah. But but I guess that part, she was like, Zeus was able to do this. I'm like, but when did you decide you was gonna start doing this? Like, I again, Mm -hmm. in 50 years, you probably did. But I wish they would drop that whole Zeus is my father situation because they mm-hmm. don't even the demigod arc. We don't need it. Or, 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 or I mean, Jeff Johns is doing that because he's trying to. That was his. He was in DC when they made that decision. But I wish they would drop that part. I think another thing that we we kind of talked about when it came to Diana, <laughs> it's just she made a lot of poor choices, um, which was interesting because I compare like stuff like this to other supernatural or superhero type stuff so i always go back to buffy and i think about Mm -hmm. when buffy at 17 knew that she had to kill the love of her life in order to save the world that was not a second she did it was was like well gotta be done (laughs) (laughs) the minute he came for those who don't know in the second season of buffy angel went became angelus he was uh just the worst version of himself without a song um, as a as a vampire, um, and so there was a spell that had to happen that in order for th- this I can't remember what, who was coming back or whatever this big demon will come in the world in whatever, but Angelus was a part of that, and so they were trying to get his soul back in in order for them to not have you know to do this, but it was too late. They already stuck the knife into the the stone demon, and it was about to start. Angel gets his soul back right in the, in the midst of that, and Buffy was like okay, let me give you a kiss and took that sword and plucked right into him and send him off. And it was hard for her. But at 17, she knew what she had to do. Diana. Mm. <laughs> was, you a grown-ass woman. Who was winding over, over one dick for 50 years. For my, years. It's like, like ma'am, you've used up all of your girls <laughs> Over a man, and I think that's what bothered me about this movie was it was really about the men. They was doing mm-hmm. all these things over men and the men, yeah. you know, and I was like, Steve was about to jeopardize its entire existence of this world because she didn't want to let him go. She's like, I don't want to let you go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-huh. no, you know, you have to. You the hero, though. You have to. That's the sacrifice of a hero. And I felt like, because someone said to me, like, was well, she still learning how to be a hero? I'm like, she's been there 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's and had she, time. She's she had time. with a mother and an aunt that taught her about being a hero. She's yeah. old, she's thousands of years old, so I'm just like, yeah. Ain't Being a no hero excuse. isn't new. Being a hero isn't she's, new for her. It's what's new is testicles. That's what's new for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I um, understand. I understand because you know, you know, when we first. Sorry, Sterling. You know, when we, when, 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 <laughs> you know, you get it's all out, good. Or, you know, men I, I listen to the show, so I know what you guys get into. <laughs> I didn't want to leave you out. I didn't want to leave you. But you know, you get caught up. You know, sometimes you, you get. I mean, you know what? It happens to us. Like we make choices sometimes, and then you're like, "Well, that was a mistake, but I'll do it again." Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We've all got that person in our lives, so you're like, "Ooh, should not text that person," and then you don't until you get drunk, and then you do, and then it's like, "Oops, didn't mean to do that." But oh, right, you I'm already the, here. You get <laughs> I'm the you up. leaving. <laughs> the you up text, but. Can get you a mm-hmm. No, but I could be. <laughs> I mean, you know, flashing exactly. you know, plotting stuff. That that was me. I'm gonna put it all on the table. But you know, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, girl, we know we know about you. We know about you. <laughs> this was me in my twenties was the trifling Sammy Brady bitch. So I'm just oh, queen. Saying, 
Diana should have been the, she's the higher ground. You know what I'm saying? She's the Michelle Obama. She should have been the one to like, no, I didn't know. because the world. <laughs> what, what the theme song say, the world is waiting on you. So I'm just like, yes, you should have did that. Not to say you want to run in your tears. I, I would have ran in my tears too. That was, I laughed at that. We've all been laughing at that scene. Though. We're like dramatic. I'm running and, and I'm crying and it's raining and things are blowing up. They're not really blowing up. I'm imagining that. Running. And, like, we, we all, all those moments. I mean, usually like angry driving or mm -hmm. I once um, went off on a dude in the middle of the street at four in the morning and I was like, and it was raining and I was crying and it was very dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like this. This is the scene. This is it. Hey, this is it. <laughs> Just needed a couple explosions in the back. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Relatable content, I get it, but like, <laughs> not for Steve, girl. Okay, stove. No, 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 no. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I don't know. I just like that dick couldn't have been that fucking good for you to wait all this time, because I know good and damn well she wasn't getting it after anybody else. When mm. when did the the first one end? Like. Time, time 1918. <laughs> now I know good yeah, no, damn no, no, no. well. Like in 1932, like she was not waiting around for she didn't have not nary dick from that time Looking period. Like that, I don't think so, ma'am. No, <laughs> no, ma'am. They would have been clawing down the door trying to get you. Mm -hmm. And they were at the party where you had that leg all up out and yeah. all that slid up to your uh your coochie. And the hair all quaffed to one side, and the slit down the uh, yo bustier, and you were like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get no dick. I gotta find somebody. I'm like, okay, bro. I mean, I mean, like that part of the movie also kind of bugged me because, like, yeah. I felt like, 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 like men harassing them was just happening too frequently. I mean, like, okay, like a couple of times, I get it, yeah, but I mean, like the whole film, the theme was like. Men are trash, men are trash, men are trash until Maxwell Lord hugs his son. Right. Like, oh, now he's a good father. Like, <laughs> like, like, are men trash or are they not trash? Yeah. And, like, why is, like, every man you walk by trying to sexually harass you at literally all times, with the exception of Steve Trevor and the villain Maxwell Lord? Yeah, what was right. that? Because that scene was a little bit much, but also what Diana said earlier that day was, like, you know, when they when they when they get money from their patrons or whatever, it's not they don't try to have they they're trying to draw attention to themselves. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but then you show up in this dress <laughs> that you, you don't want to draw attention. Right. To Just I'm like, oh, casual okay. Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> a casual midweek gala. It's only normal work function in yeah, Cartier. Right. right. <laughs> work functions like what else you got in there alexis because i'm just like mm. <laughs> i just don't sleep in my clothes nor with them <laughs> exactly my girl come on all right girl and also i also need like, also her like watergate hotel apartment i was like, <laughs> like yeah that did look familiar just, it was the Watergate. yeah it was like yeah i, I live in dc so it was filmed all over dc mm. um mm. and i mean like they went to Farragut West Metro Station for Steve look at escalators or whatever. Um, Diana was living in the Watergate. Um, they were all over. They were all over the place around here for a, for a minute. Um, mm -hmm. But like, I, I mean, her the Watergate like visually stunning. But like, at that time, I'm pretty sure it wasn't 
apartments or condos yet. I mean, I know it got turned into those eventually. I don't know sure when, but I mean, like, Nixon wasn't that long ago. Like, mm-hmm. right. so whatever. It's fine. It, oh yeah, was there was a lot of inconsistency. It was. Yeah. I bet that rent was uh, pretty nice un- compared to what it would be now. I mean, it was the 80s, so it was like $45 a week. It was fine. But <laughs> 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 so we know that she had her, her own little uh, mini mall com- uh, security system in her closet. Yeah. What got me was she got the armor back. Now, I, um, last night, it was funny because um, my boyfriend actually said, Where he said, well, you know what? How did she get that armor? How was it still intact? Yeah. And where mm-hmm. she, like, where would they have kept it after that fight? Again, this is over a millennia ago. Yeah. Oh, so right. It's still like, super shiny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so where did you go get it? How, where was it still in the pristine? And maybe she cleaned it up. But she again, as, I think as y'all were saying, when it, that scene, it was just getting beat by all those men. So apartments, like, it wasn't dinged up or... Yeah. Some blame. Like, she buffed that and, shit and, right and, on now. And also, and also, the armor wasn't necessary because, okay, look, if she had still like lost her powers and she was, you know, weakened or whatever, pop the armor on. Now I get why you're wearing the armor. But she was back to full power, as we saw from her crying and running. Mm-hmm. So why do we? Even, I mean, like, outfit change, yeah. cool. I get it. You've been in this thing for like the past eighty-five years, so I understand a, a change. But like, we didn't need the armor. Unless the armor helps her fly to get places faster, maybe that was what they were doing. But she already about. learned how to fly because of Steve. Well, then now I'm lost again. So, <laughs> as I was saying, she just wanted to wear the Balenciaga boots. That's all that is. I need book. But I don't blame her. I do not blame her. Though. If, if, if that's the price I have to pay, if I gotta like fight my own cat to wear these shoes, I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> right. She's like, you know what? Eh, this I don't even like her that much. <laughs> So the Balenciaga, the only thing I thought about was Myrtle Snow when they killed her. And, yep. and that's the last thing they asked. Any last words? And she screamed, Balenciaga. I just feel like, okay, eh, we didn't need that armor. I don't know how you got it back. But however, I love that we saw Linda Carter at the very end. That to me was like, totally. that will make sense to me. Um, I still think of her as a as an other world Wonder Woman, you know. Oh, totally. Mm. If they were to ever play the Crisis, which I don't want them to touch, I don't want the cinematic universe mm. to ever touch the Crisis because I don't think they will do it right. But that could have been a moment with that. But I just felt like mm, at the end of the day, there was just so much they could have done with this movie, and they did not do it. And they mm. and I know they were hyped up about putting this movie out there but it just again it fell flat i will watch it again i will you know it will be in the background right but if it was in a theater i would not have paid another i saw oh, hell no yeah yeah i was happy to do that but i i couldn't do this again i couldn't i mean i mean i mean i've seen it uh three times now no four times no three times three times i think now um, but I mean, again, it's on in the background. I'm working on other things. I'm doing something else. I've already seen it before. I look up, it's colorful. Gal Gadot looks amazing. And then I go back about my life. Like, I'm not like, you know, like really into it. Unlike, you know, um, like Endgame or Infinity War, which I've seen a billion times and was mm-hmm. always super vested every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the grand scheme of movies, you know, like it's better than any X-Men we'll ever, we're ever going to get. That's just how that is. Um, it's also, let's <laughs> not forget, Miss... Hallie Shaniqua Berry 
in what she thinks is called Catwoman. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Let's oh, not God. forget I'm it. It could, have, it, could have, it could have been significantly worse, ma'am. <laughs> it could have been Stone Face Sharon Stone fighting Halle Berry in open-toed shoes. It could have been worse. Uh, right. Like, uh, well, I got to ask, did, um, like, how many of you actually got to see it in the theater? I didn't go. Like, normally I'm I, one that would go. And I'm wondering if that had had an, uh, an effect on my opinion on it because usually if I'm at the theater, I'm fully immersed, but I was at home. Um, there was a five-year-old running around and some other people in the other room. So I had all these other distractions kind of taking me out every so often versus yeah. me having that full theater experience, which makes an impact for me, whether or not I like it or not, because that kind of threw me off a little bit. So I don't think it would have made a, a, a difference. I mean, granted, the first time I watched it, I was in and out of sleep because I was so fucking tired from I don't know what, but um, I think I would have still got the same, it would have not resonated with me if I had seen it in a theater. It just, I'm glad that uh, HBO and Warner Brothers are doing this whole, we're going to release everything mm -hmm. as far as their movies, because, you know, we're still in a pandemic, people. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so get out of uh, Puerto Vallarta or whatever the fuck, gays. <laughs> That's a whole podcast. That's a whole different podcast. Triggered. Um, I love like, watching movies at home. Like I love. I prefer it. I can like you know pause it, go to the bathroom, like eat a snack. I can like leave and come back to it. I can really like um, you know take my time with movie and like really digest what I just watched. Um, mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I prefer it anyway. Um, I love that I could watch it at home. I mean, like, I know people that, that, that did go to the theaters and got those, like, private screening pass things, which I was still confused about how they would even work without costing, like, 100 bucks a person. Like, I was still, like, really lost in that. Um, they got cute merch from it. They got, mm. like, little tumblers and, and, like, commemorative popcorn buckets and, like, you know, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. So great, but I'd rather, you know, sit here with my cats and, like, you know, leave them go have a cigarette and then, you know, get a drink that doesn't cost $45 a drink. Like... That I'm part. cool with that. Like, mm -hmm. right. it was it was me, a bottle of vodka, and two cats. I was like, "This is great. I'm in. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just do this." Exactly. Yeah, I, I I think I would still have the same opinion if I saw it in the theater. The same way I felt about Aquaman because I was sitting. I remember sitting watching Aquaman, and I was like, "Girl, we got 30 more minutes to go. Mm -hmm. I'm already. I need to go to the bathroom. I want to eat up this all this popcorn. Like it was like, okay, we still." I've probably been sitting there like we still got 30 minutes to go because I think at one point when we were watching it um because we watched it on a big 70 inch tv yeah. and I was sitting there like we ain't even we ain't even got to fight yet we ain't got the armor yet I'm like good yeah. lord okay so I don't know if I would have felt that way because yeah you know sometimes the theater will hype it up you know it, I still think about the best experience I ever had in the theater um was when x2 and when we saw Gene going into the Phoenix situation, that was the best. Was, that was well, I mean, well, back you, then. Okay, back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, it was more because we saw her about to change into it before she was drowned or whatever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it was just everybody was so hyped because those who knew about the Phoenix was like, "Oh my God, are we gonna get that?" And I granted that was way back. Hold on. Then. Side note: Storm couldn't have stopped that water. We're not going to talk about various <laughs> wigs right now. Um, we we I'm like, there. girl, bitch, ain't you the, uh, <laughs> the weather mistress? Like? Yes and no. The water was not actually weather. 
So yes and no. She could have found a way to do it, but she chose not to. But also, oh, she, so she wanted her to die. But she also, so could she. Because girl, we're both Omega. What's your deal? That's <laughs> true. That is true. She was. Jean wasn't trying hard enough. She wanted to die. Jean, to get Jean, Jean Grey has uh, never tried a day in her life. Jean Grey has never tried a day in her life. She's like, you know what? I'm a white redhead. I'm a unicorn. Damn it. Right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I thought Storm Storm could have pulled a Doctor Strange from Endgame and done a whole little cyclone thing to whip up the water to you know move it. But of Storm course, has yeah. done that and she could do it again. It's called a water spout. She could do it. She would. She would happily do it. Mm-hmm. Um, she chose not to. They weren't. They weren't best friends like I thought they were. <laughs> well, that's a that's a whole other movie I would have watched. That's so, <laughs> right. <laughs> So Storm and Gene with Dynasty, I'm into that. Let's do that one. (laughs) There's a a third Wonder Woman movie. It's been greenlit. Yep. What would y'all like to see in this one? Silver Swan. Silver Swan. I want I want Silver Swan. I you mentioned Vanessa and her mother earlier. Silver Swan now. I want Diana going up against a crazy super science robotic nonsense, whatever. Um, set in the year 2000 with an amazing soundtrack. Just think about it. A fight scene set to Bugaboo by Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Oh, I and wanted... that would go. That would go a good if with it's going to be like the nineteen. 19- exactly. With Y2K. Exactly. And it could be a whole like plot take over the world and like destroy you know like technical whatever and bleh. you know I, I I it there there are things we can do here but like I want like like the year two thousand Y2K. I want like lots of like late 90s futuristic fashion that was terrible, but we all loved it for some reason. I want that. Um, mm-hmm. I want an Evanescence moments for, for, for you know, transformation to Evanescence. <laughs> I, I want all of these things. <laughs> like, um, I want like Vanessa to be like angry, hot topic, mall goth, where that was a new thing. Um, I want, I, it, visually it could be hilarious and also amazing. That's true. That's what I want. So I want a very small thing, um, and it could have been in this movie, and it's it's really it's very small. The fact that she mentioned that she the only thing that she made invisible was a mug, I want her to find and knock over that mug, and it's like oh that's where it is. I mean, that's <laughs> like small that, could like, that could have been a cutscene. Her like mm-hmm. like reading it in, in her office, and then like yeah. like and then like I like, put something down over here, and then she hears a crash. She's like, <laughs> oh that's where I put it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But as for the uh, what else in the movie, um, I don't know enough of like, like her rogues gallery of who to come out. Um, so I'm, I'm just open to anything. I will go watch it, and I will have the same expectation I had for the first two movies, which is somewhat midline. And I'm like, well, <laughs> just whatever you show me, I'm gonna watch it, and then I'll feel how I feel and move on to the next one. So, but I like uh, Dax's idea so far, so I'm I'm on board for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also want to bring in uh, Wonder Girl in this one i want it to be like you know she has wonder girl has to go stay with the with um vanessa and her mother and it's a whole thing and then we get like like tween age like um ashley tisdale uh donna troy just like on her blackberry just like into the world (laughs) and then fighting nonsense nonsense and 2000s malarkey i want i want just like campy but then like super sciencey and just ridiculous ideally um mm-hmm. not again not dark i don't want anything like you know batman versus superman kind of dark situation that's not i mean diana works in that world but like it's not what i want from like a diana movie She's i want it to be like, yeah 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she can do it. I just don't want her to be that, like, brooding, like, you know, crybaby all the time. I want her to, like, have fun and be positive, I guess, you know? Right. I think for me, I would like to see either Giganta or Cersei introduced in some form or fashion, either, you know, them teaming up or somehow Diana wants to go home and then there's something that Cersei did at the mascara that brings her home, something like that. Um, If DC wants to do this whole, like, Justice League type thing, then that's a perfect route for them to go. But they're so silly over there and they don't know what they they don't know what they want that's the issue they don't um and we've talked about that a million times on the show about how dc stories well in my opinion dc stories are better than marvel but dc cinematic universe wants to compete with something Mm -hmm. that is at least 10 years ahead of them Mm -hmm. which is and and dc's like animated films are always amazing did not let me down ever. Well, Except like, for nobody. the killing joke, that one I was like, mm, yeah, that was yeah. kind of missed the mark completely on this one. Um, but other than that, I mean, like, I mean, it could just be like a live action remake of Bloodlines, and I'd be like, cool, sold. Change that was an actually nothing. good one. <laughs> change yeah, nothing about don't do this. Anything to mm-hmm. it, yeah. I mean, yeah, just change nothing and just make this happen with Gal Gadot, and I'm into it. Like, it's I, fine. I, I, okay. No, that's it. That's a, that was my point. <laughs> I like I like your ideas because I you know Silver Swan has been, she's been in every she's been in the eighties. We've been in the nineties with her. Mm-hmm. We've been in the two thousands with her. So that would be nice to see. I kind of want. Um, at one point, we did get a rogues gallery. We had like uh, it was a, I think it was Clea. It was like some sorceress named Clea, and then it mm-hmm. was. It was um, some of the other members of like we, we talked about. There was Giganta. There was uh, Doctor Poison. There were yeah. other people. They could all get together and try to do something. I've always had the fantasy, and I will stick to it, that I would love for them to explore the Amazons more. I wish they would talk about you know the other Amazons who was in Egypt. I cannot pronounce what that, but not. I, I was sure what the tribe was called too, to be yeah. honest. But I mean, Nubia coming in would be a dream and a half. Yeah, that would have been. The best thing if they talk about there were other Amazons who left after what happened to them. They disagree with Hippolyta. They left, and she discovers the other Amazons, and then we get Nubia. Nubia is someone who could be her sister, could be someone the same way like her. I don't know. It could be something where we get that introduction of here's the conflict of your beliefs, and that would be yeah. to kind of go into what are your beliefs. Do not do the Amazon War, wherever that that was, because yeah. that was not great. But to do something where it's like a, a conflict of ideals and that she's trying to figure out where she should stand and why she stands where she, we need to know yeah. where Diana stands. We don't. Exactly. Yeah. This movie kind of threw that off. I think that this next one should tell us who she is as a hero and where she stands when it comes to being an Amazon and being a hero. Uh, yeah. I do like the idea Especially, of, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say, especially with the idea of like her living in the modern, world and then also ties to like the ancient Amazon traditions and their yeah. ways and all that. Like it'd be a nice um, kind of dichotomy to see her kind of have to go through and reconcile all of these things and how her mother feels about her living in man's world for so yeah. long and just like being cool with it. Like how how does Apollo really feel about this? I feel like she would hate it, you know? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. or use that idea that Nick was talking about Cersei because there was a situation where yeah. 
um, there was a, there is a sorceress on the island and she ended up being the, it was something that Cersei did do to make this situation happen where it was war on the island. So it, that could be something that would be, I think it was Paradise Lost was that arc. But if it would be kind of neat to see she goes back and there's something happening there where we just keep it contained to the mascara issues there. We could discover magic, we could discover all the mythology and everything involving that to where we get back into and they can do those big unnecessary tournaments and all that stuff because mm -hmm. it will make sense they're in Themyscira so I yeah. wish they would kind of mm -hmm. focus on that this movie could have been back in Themyscira um and, and to be yeah, honest yeah I remember I, I I remember I was talking to Phil about this and I think Nick was there too I always used to believe that way back when we used to watch the challenge of the super friends with the legion of doom there was an mm -hmm. episode when they went back in time and they were basically getting rid of the superheroes through that. And it was a- Yeah, exactly. Cheetah went back and for some reason, my young six-year-old mind, I was thinking, oh, so Cheetah was, she was the Amazon who almost won and she lost and she changed it where she wins. And I always thought that Cheetah was the, 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 the other Amazon that lost right under her. And I was thinking that, oh, yeah. okay, makes sense that she will come back and, you know, want to be uh -huh. a new villain. It could be something, not to that extreme, but something where she goes back to Themyscira. I think that would be kind of fun to see more of that place. I also think that they they can do like that whole uh, Justice League episode of when they introduce uh, Arisha mm -hmm. and have her, because like the basis of that episode was taking the idea that man was some sort of evil person and just eliminating him from the whole picture. I'm like, well, that's a, a, a good plot line, especially if they're gonna like go from the 80s to the 90s and have this whole revolution of, you know, the Lilith Fair and all of that jazz and have that ramp up to its nth degree, introduce Aresia, uh, what's her name, Sapphire, um, the whole, I guess, B-level female villains that were associated with the, the uh, Legion of Doom that were featured in that cartoon episode. That would be a good one. Oh, you mean like Star Sapphire? Yeah, Star Sapphire. Sapphire. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I mean, but she needs to be with a Green Lantern situation. Because I love yeah, Star yeah. Sapphire so much. I mean, I feel like introducing her through Green Lantern and then meeting, you know, meeting her up with Diana would be delightful. I love Star Sapphire, so I'd be cool with her doing anything. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I also read a lot of people saying online that they want to really see like the cheetah seek out Cersei to, as a way to like regain her powers that she lost and then go from there with some nonsense. I oh, mean, the cheetah on, on like a quest to like, you know, for like whenever the next movie takes place, like that whole time between this one and the next one, cheetah's been like searching the whole world for a way to regain her powers without it having to cost the same way that Maxwell Lord's situation does. Um, and then her becoming cheetah version two. And then also of course being more cheetah throughout the entire movie because I hate the only saw her as a creepy cat lady for like five seconds. Like a, it's like, mm. I mean, like a I have the doll. Cats. She's hideous. I love it. <laughs> that doll is, I didn't buy it. I remember I saw it and I was like, oh, I'm she's kidding. nightmarish. Like, oh, I'm like nightmarish. I wish Mattel did the signature version of the cheetah doll. Then I would have got it. Not this. And like a really, like a really like elaborate, pretty yeah. like. You know, I would have like paid my little seventy-five dollars. Yes, I would have been like, okay, you got my little hundred dollars. Let's go. Oh, 
Oh, well, she was $13, so we're not going to worry about it. Like, no. she, she, was worth she, and she, was worth, she was worth maybe half that, but still. <laughs> um, she's terrifying. I love it. I mean, she's in my little area, so I'm good, I'm good with her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm secretly going back and forth. I want to go get those particular dolls because I remember they did them the first time, and because you had those versions. I remember looking at them like these are almost brat ish looking dolls. Then, you know, if, if people, who, people who know dolls, they'll do a signature version where it's like mm -hmm. hundreds or hundreds of dollars. Exactly. And I will pay for that. I'm like, yo, I would shell out money for those. But um, yeah. I don't know, you know, whatever they do with the third movie, I really hope they take the time to think about it. Mm -hmm. Look at, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, I've heard a rumor that people over in Disney are not, worried they were semi or kind of worried about wonder woman 84 being a big mm -hmm. blowout because of the fact they're still holding out on uh black widow but mm -hmm. i have a feeling that black widow is oh, gonna i be forgot crazy. about her mm. yeah. she's, she gonna be really i think black widow is gonna be great because i mean i don't know i i i the mcu has not let me down really yet not you know like not majorly let me down anyway like dc let down no oh, but dc Fox let down I also think watching these movies, I've just kind of got accustomed to being super let down. Um, so I kind of have like gotten to a point where it's just like, like I I'm already prepared for it to not for something to not be good, and then when it's not terrible, I'm like that was amazing. Like, the bar is just so low, um, yeah. and, and, and that's probably not healthy <laughs> mentally yeah. or anything else. But here we are. Thanks, 2020. <laughs> right. That's how I felt about Shazam. I had no expectations. I was like, this is zero. And like, Shazam was cute, though. But I had zero expectations also for Shazam. I, I had no expectations. I had no bar for that. Um, um, because Shazam is just a character that, like, I know who he is. I know his whole deal. I don't care. Like, I don't <laughs> right. care. But, like, who was the one person who's like, no, who's the best hero ever? Shazam. Right. Like, who is that guy? Like, <laughs> we gotta get him on the picture right now. Like, I like, need to know like that. what happened in your life that was so traumatic <laughs> that this is where you go to. <laughs> there was something, okay, I know we're kind of, but this, I saw it a second time and it baffled the fuck out of me. When they were fighting underwater and Diana got the uh, broken power line, elect power line and electrocuted the fuck out of Cheetah. Why wasn't she dead? And, and why, why wasn't, wasn't Diana, Diana dead? Like, She's okay. wearing metal in water. <laughs> like, okay, so we're just gonna jump right over that whole science out the, the, the window because that didn't make it. any sense. I'm I mean, like, it sounds wrong, but I needed some people to die in this movie. And like for Max to, you know, succumb to being almost, and this, this movie almost fell trope to other superhero movies where there's always some big blue beam shooting in the sky. This one had a roof, so it didn't go anywhere. It just stayed in that room. Mm -hmm. But um, I thought he should have been torn apart by all the mass amounts of power and gone crazy or, yeah. you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. He just got a, a nosebleed. I'm like, okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she should have died, though. But yeah, some, yeah so, I mean, honestly, like, I love the cheetah. And I would love her to come back in a sequel, um, but be more, more of the Ruthless, Cheetah. Yeah. Um, but if she died, I'd have been like, honestly, yeah, that's fine. That's like, why I thought she was. And going then, to then we die. got. Yeah. I thought she was going to die. Then we got Cheetah too at some point. Yeah, we, and that would have been the lesson that Diana learned. But what we 
what now looking back at it, the funny thing is they mentioned, which I thought that would, would have been a great villain, they mentioned the Duke of Deception. And that is Ares' son. And I thought that that might have been neat if Ares' son was like, I'm getting revenge because you killed my daddy. In some way of like doing, like placing it there, making sure she would have found it, all this stuff to happen. Because if you think about it, Xena used to do that mess, used to have Ares and then his kids all mm-hmm. like this core and all them all run all played by Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name Discord. I just love this. I love the word Discord. But yeah, I just same. the fact that we could have got that and got more in the mythology of stuff, that would have been cute too. But we've talked a lot already. Um anything else y'all want to say about this movie before we close out? Because <laughs> it's it's a lot, but still. Uh the costume designer was the star. Mm-hmm. The costumes in Chris Pine's ass. And Linda Carter's mm-hmm. wig, because that was a nice wig. And that, and that, that is her hair. You can't tell me that's a wig. That is her hair. It she might is, be. She, mm-hmm. I think that's I her think hair. It is, I think that's her like, hair. On her Instagram and everything, like her hair never changed. Like, it, that's her hair. I'm pretty sure that's okay, her well, actual I, hair. I'm sorry. She's I'm just sorry. blessed. Linda, <laughs> I love Linda. I'm sorry, Linda, but that, but I love that, that whole, that, that blue, that Her cape, that, the, that cape, mm-hmm. yes, the, 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 I can get you one May, uh, the, Victor, you know, Tiffany, the Tiffany <laughs> cup return, I was into it, I'm like, yes, come on, we got, because you know, come on, because every time I see the original Wonder Woman cape, is when, when that, when she twists in that cape, I'm screaming like a little five-year-old kid again, I'm like, that cape, I want that cape to this moment, to this day, let Comic-Con come back, I'm just gonna walk around that cape. See, but, I don't like Diana in a cape, personally. Yeah. I, I mean, I just don't, it doesn't, she doesn't need a cape. She doesn't need she one. She doesn't need a cape. It's just more of like, this is why I wear on Wednesdays. It's like, <laughs> I'm coming to address you right now. And I'm like, do you want a cape or do you want a caftan? <laughs> Girl, why not both? Well, I a, <laughs> get them both. Hey, let's look, yes. How about both? All right. All sure. right. Well. That's that's our review. Over yeah, I mean, it was that's, it was a journey. Um, it was okay. I mean, I I, I love the movie. I will not loved it, but I liked it a lot. I will watch it again. I'm gonna take a break and then watch it again. Yeah, I'm um, gonna do that too. I'm gonna... It's not it's not perfect. No, um, were there problems? Totally. Um, again, it's better than any X Men movie that's ever been made. So there's that. Um, it's not a dark, depressing DC nonsense film. Where they try to make you know Clark Kent like gritty. Mm. It's like no, he's not. He's not <laughs> um, it could be better, yeah. But honestly, in the grand scheme, not terrible. I've seen worth movies on purpose. I've paid money for worth mm. movies on purpose. Oh, so- <laughs> Aquaman, that Aquaman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Justice League. Oh. I saw the Covenant in theaters, so I'm just saying, mm. terrible oh. movie. <laughs> I paid okay. money for that. I was, it was, it was a mistake. All right, you win. You win. It was it was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> So um, to our guests, uh, Dax, where can everybody everybody find you on social media? Um, I'm on social media. I can be found at at Daxclamation. That's D-A-X-C-L-A-M-A-T-I-O-N on pretty much all platforms. Um, all the ones that I use, at least. I mean, you know, like Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm on TikTok, but I hate it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Instagram, it's fine. Uh, yeah. And Sterling, what about you? Um, you can find me on all things at Indoob, I-N-D-O-O-B. And uh, I 
mostly do podcasting things and that will be returning hopefully the 20th been on hiatus since november so i'm ready to continue uh talking nonsense similar to this so i'll probably just i'll probably just give like a link or something a little tidbit so linking back to this particular episode so i don't have to repeat myself but um, that's right the one thing i will say that i'll probably repeat there is that i will describe wonder woman 1984 as big and boisterous like the 80s with more padding than a business suit with shoulder pads so <laughs> that is that's a, the, I, I can see that uh tagline <laughs> on a lot of magazines honestly <laughs> i mean the posters hey. are great i love the posters oh the posters love, are them. love them love them go steal some oh you just gonna steal you just <laughs> you're not gonna ask you no, just gonna no, take it no, you can take up what they, there's a schedule they have when they put them in the in the bus stop things, whatever they're called. Oh, oh yeah, the, the bus the, stop boxes the, or whatever, and then yeah. they, they get rid of them? Yeah, they get rid of them. So what you could do is when you see them do it, you can ask for them. Normally, they will give them to you because it's like we don't, oh. they don't keep well, they've been in that thing and they still have my sunburned or... I don't take buses, so I but, oh, well. do <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. But I just say I always sit where you see them at. Um, but now I'll just I'll just go ahead and get them because you can buy them off the street here in Los Angeles. Now the promos were delightful. Like that was one thing they did really well. The promos and the marketing for this um, thing—they're like kind of um, like brand collaboration kind of things were cute the like little revlon line was adorable um the dolls were cute and terrifying um <laughs> yeah i mean they they did as much as they could with a movie that they kept us thinking for the longest time was gonna be the best movie ever made mm. they kept me right. thinking all through 2019 that this is gonna be amazing and all right yeah. well, they, <laughs> they did their job it's just they you know, did, the yeah. movie didn't you know like, oh, yeah. that's right was they made their money. It didn't flop, so no. It may be flipped. But like always, you can find us on Instagram. I am at nikki p zero nine. Victor's at Wonderman five. Our Twitter uh, for the podcast is Machine One. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Machine. Our website is potoftheshame.com. Um, is there anything else before we get up out of here, Victor? Um, pay attention to us because we are, you know, next week um, we get One Division, so we'll be talking about that very soon. Oh, uh, yes. The week after next, um, so we'll be talking about that very soon. So get ready for that. And again, thank y'all. Dax and, uh, and and Sterling for joining us today because this has been a treat. So thank you all again. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. All right. And all right. until next time, guys. What right. woman? Put <laughs> <laughs> me out. Put me out, girl. Right. <laughs> what woman? <laughs>